Christians are supposed to be Christ-like, just as the name implied from when it was originally used in the first century, right up to our own postmodern world today. It's as simple as WWJD, right? Wrong. Join our show host, teacher, servant leader, and fellow traveler as we journey together in learning how lives daily renewed by God's grace and power can embrace Christian living that counts and makes a difference in a broken world. Greetings for our universe. This is J. Douglas Barker. Today we discuss Volume 2, Allah Takes Up Flesh, in the titled book, I Am God, I Am Jesus, I Am Allah. The truth will set you free. Joining me from Minnesota is the author, Jeff Olson. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. This is uh, an interesting, certainly unusual title from my perspective. I have uh, more of a traditional Western uh, viewpoint of uh, of what we'd call spiritual context and subject matter. Why is it that you use the term Allah uh, or Allah in the same context as uh, the term God and Jesus in your book? Yes, uh, Allah in my book is uh, also the... Uh father of Jesus, which uh, back when uh, Jesus was an angel, and uh, Allah the angel is uh, Jesus' father. And is this, uh, obviously, as a non-traditional approach to uh, what in the Western world would be considered Christian faith, what is your background? How did you come up with this concept? And uh, it's not certainly one that I have heard too much of before, and uh, wondering how this got started. Um, well, it's, uh, has to do with, uh, the religions. Uh, a lot of the text, uh, in my book has been, uh, Satan has changed the text of many of the religious books. So that's where this is coming from. You have a background as a uh, postal worker. You also have, were a, a U, U.S. Marine in the, uh, the Gulf War when it took place. Uh, have you been studying this all of your life, or is this something that's a new uh, adventure for you? Yes, I've been studying this all my life. And what did you discover that put you on this path that is a little bit unique? Uh, where did you find the material to uh, to share this uh, this storyline or this viewpoint? I, I guess would be the best way to describe it in this eighty eight pages. Yes, it's uh, it's what I remember uh, from uh, what God has told me. Was this a personal conversation or was it impressions? How yes. did you how would you describe yes. that? Yes, this is a personal conversation. God wants uh, the truth put out there, and he's doing that through my And what is the the main thing that would sur- surprise, I would use that term, uh, surprise the uh, reader of this book if they're curious about the content? How would they go about uh, assimilating or understanding what you are referring to in this book? What is the thing that's unusual about it? Uh what is unusual about it is uh, Satan uh, wasn't picked to uh, uh, implement God's plan in making man and woman and then uh, the children after that. And uh, so the whole book is about how jealous Satan is and how he's trying what he had to do to change the books and why he changed them. The books you're referring to, I, I'm assuming, would be what we would traditionally refer to as the Old Testament, New Testament, uh, general Christianity uh, theology. 
Yes. And how did he go about doing this? Uh, this is a, a very fascinating uh, concept. Uh, what God's told me is that he did it through uh, two popes that were uh, uh, alive and were popes during the uh, ages of when uh, Nostradamus was alive. Yes. Uh, two popes innocent is what they call themselves. You also have referred to Allah's uh, son, you know, which I, I'm assuming you would also refer to perhaps as Jesus, as the name Noel. And uh, you would refer to him as uh, Noel as an angel, or is that his uh, incarnate form? That, that is his angel name, is Noel. When, uh, when he died on the cross and went to hell and then went to heaven, he he changed back into Noel. So that, that is who he's referred to in my books. And would you also describe Noel and Jesus as the eternal son of God or a created son of God, or how would you describe him? Uh, in my books, I explain that uh, God is referred to as God because the difference in languages, the, the language between the angels and God is different than the language that man knows. And in God's language between the angels and him, uh, there is no uh, 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 vocabulary to create grandfather. So Jesus is actually God's grandson in the books. Interesting. And, you... uh, yeah. The term Allah is uh, used by the Muslim culture, and it's a different God than the Christian culture. Uh, are you referring, or do you feel like his personality in the book, as you've described him, does he line up more with the Christian God, or is he more of the Muslim God, or is he just somewhere in between? Yes, he's actually he's actually is uh, the same God in both religions. Uh, he takes on different names, and one of his names is Allah. The God of the Muslims is very aloof, doesn't have a personal relationship with humanity, and is more of a judgmental type. The uh, Yahweh of the Old Testament and New Testament, I believe, uh, could be described as uh, desiring an interrelationship with, with man and one of grace. Do those two cause any issue with your descriptions at all? Uh, no, the way uh, uh, Muhammad did the Quran uh, in my books, uh, the first six surah actually uh, are uh, from a different prophet than Muhammad, and uh, that is part of the conflict that the uh, Muslim people are going through, trying to understand why those six surah are in there, and that is one of the reasons why there's war between Christians and Muslims at this point. Would you describe your your book leaning more traditional or as far as the concepts of Christianity or more traditional towards the the Muslim faith? I would say more tradition to the Christians. And the book is, again, only 88 pages, and it's the second in your series. What did the first book that you released, what was the difference between this book and the first that you released? Uh, the first book uh, just touches, it's uh, what I would refer to as the beginning, and it takes place uh, before Genesis, when God was uh, deciding what he was going to do with uh, 
creating man and woman and how he wanted these beings beings created. And uh, that's where the conflict begins between uh, the angel, Allah, and the sea. Are you finding that people are embracing this concept? Uh, This, again, is a little unusual and one I have not heard before now. Uh, Yes, uh, there's a lot of people that are interested in this book uh, uh, because it explains a little bit more about Jesus before he was uh, took up flesh as Jesus Christ. What is your hope for this? What do you feel the underlying message should be and should be received by the reader? Uh, what I think should be received is that all the religions uh, on earth uh, were started by the angel Allah, and that it's it's uh, different each time he teaches something new. Uh, you should gather it and uh, take it under advisement because it's constantly changing. You still underscore the fact, at least from your perspective and understanding, is that Satan, however you describe him, is actually a very evil influence in our universe. He is, yes. And what's the most challenging part about writing this? Uh, Reflecting upon the conversations you've had, or how would you describe the the complications there were in in writing this and getting it released? Uh. There's been some difficulty because, uh, like I say, Satan uh, is uh, challenging me at every point in writing these books. He does not want these books written. The one part of the conversation you have in this particular edition, you talk about the darkness of the sky when Jesus uh, was was, uh, crucified. What was the significance of that from what you are sharing? Uh, From what I'm sharing is uh, Jesus' angel mother is, uh, in my books, uh, she is in charge of volcanoes, earthquakes, and the weather. And uh, in my book, uh, it explains that Jesus' mother, after Jesus was crucified on the cross, went over to where the Romans were in Italy and uh, blew up the volcano Pompeii. And that actually the reason the skies are dark is was the ash was blown over Israel the same time as Jesus was being crucified. That's a fascinating look and idea that I've not uh, not discovered before now or for, from talking with you. This is your second in a series. Are you planning a third follow-up book uh, to this? Yes, yes. God has uh, instructed me to do a third book and possibly a fourth all on the same theme, I'm, I'm assuming, and perhaps an explanation of what you have uh, shared in your book, this, this book. Yes. Yes. Yes, it will. It'll be the continuance of the, of the second book. Thank you for sharing that insight. It certainly is a, a unique book, and I know that if they do a search online, they can, uh, I'm sure, observe some excerpts and perhaps a little more descriptive uh, understanding of the contents of this book, which is titled, I Am God, I Am Jesus, I Am Allah, and it's the second in a series. This one, Allah Takes Up Flesh, and The Truth Will Set You Free is the subtitle. My guest author, Jeff Olson. Jeff, where did listeners get a copy of this if they want to find out more. Yes, they can get a copy of it either through Amazon or through uh, uh, Barnes & Noble. And have you uh, developed a website yet, or is that under construction perhaps? I believe the website is up. Uh, that was through iUniverse. So. 
All right. Very good. They can do a search under your name, Jeff, as it's uh, traditionally spelled J-E-F-F, and last name Olson, O-L-S-O-N. They can search this book, its contents, and uh, also the others that will appear in the series. Jeff, thank you for making a very intriguing book, for sure, and one that may interest a lot of people who are searchers. So thank you again for sharing your story. Thank you. My pleasure, Fry Universe. This is Jay Douglas Barker. Join us again for Christian Living That Counts.